Well, that was abrupt. <laughs> care for that at all. Maybe that's how that song should end every time. <laughs> Just this, the song, the show decided no. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Back. <laughs> hey, everybody, hang loose. Make sure you make sure you dip the wave and and uh, duck duck the dive or I don't, I don't know I'm not a surfer. Dip your dick in the wave. Dip your dick in that <laughs> wick. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> uh, welcome to Basement Boys Two podcast. Hey um, everybody. We've been warming up for we've been a little talking while for a bit. Um. So anybody that does come on and check us out here today or uh, in the interim leading up to next Tuesday when this actual episode releases, you will get a special bonus from the downloaded episode of an additional close to half hour of content. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So we'll try to keep this show on the the shorter and like 45-minute area. Yes. And then we'll add on the... uh, the earlier conversation to the back part of the episode. Yes, sounds good. Uh, hey plugs, let's get them the out of the way. Yeah, let's get them out of the way. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Yonimus Prime at Basement Boys 2. Make sure you follow our Facebook page, Basement Boys 2. Yeah, like basementboys2.com. Like that page. Like it. And um, share the show with your friends. Please do. Um, might be a weird conversation, but. Hey, have you heard of the show? Uh, if you're if you're local in Lewiston, what we're trying to do is build kind of an audience of people that would find this kind of content entertaining, and in order for us to to be those people for you, you need to share us. Yeah, I agree. Uh, while we're at it, we please go to our Facebook page for sports program at. It's at Sports Program KLCZ. I changed it. It was at Derek Young Sports. Oh. Sports Program KLCZ now. Go like that page. Also, you can't find me on Facebook anymore. So just uh, at Yonimus so Prime. Suck it. Yonimus Prime on Twitter is how you can get a hold of me now. That's the way it is now. That's a life I live. It's all good. It's all uh, good, my brother. If you notice, we do not have a special guest for this week's show. Well, we, we figured we should do one. Every once in a while, we will have an empty chair. Um, well, probably more than every once in a while. But yeah, we've had uh, a lot of guests lately. Though. But we had like a good string of guests there for for a good chunk of time. Did we do back to we? Did we? Take I don't a, think we did. Did it. we do one without? I don't think so. Between Mindy and Zach, or Andrew, or was it Mindy, Andrew, Zach, Peter? I think it was four in a row. Four in a row. I feel like it was four in a row. I could be wrong. Don't fact check that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think we have another string of guests coming up too, and I also know that we're going to bring back. We've decided that a few of those guests, if not all, of every them, single one of those guests are. Yeah, I would love to get Peter on here again. I would like Pete to get Peter on here again just to tell us about tech stuff again. Yeah, he, I, I feel like with Peter, also, we only touched the surface. I also want to pick his brain about a few of those things too, because he mentioned some stuff when we went off the air. That I would like to look into for uh, maybe getting some Twitter followers and stuff. Yeah, growth uh, opportunities. Yeah, he, yeah, boy, that guy, he just knows things. 
He knows things. Uh, I also I also know that we, uh, Andy and Zach definitely want to come back on. I know that we've talked to Mandy about coming back on. So yeah, definitely some reoccurring guests so far. Yeah, we have four reoccurring guests that we want that we're going to have on this show, and we didn't have any reoccurring guests except for Marco. Um, I mean, well, no, who regularly wanted to be regularly, yeah, wanted a guest on the show. Um, it was pulling teeth for a while to get certain people to come on. The show's or, different this time too, though. We have said that a million times, but right? Yeah, it's a little more friendly for a guest to be on a show. Yeah, and I think um, less pressure. Oh, for sure. And I think three is is the number. Yeah. At one point, we were doing four people, and I'm oh. not opposed to having four. That's harder, but though. it's harder. Yeah, because it's a lot of people talking. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, shared room yeah on a show well and look how much i'm like closing in our space on us i know it looks here. great in here tightening it looks great in here. it's it's really coming together it looks like a it looks like a studio there's that little here. gap right up there i know that one day that gap's gonna be gone gonna get me out i don't know i might have to make those taller or find a way to raise them so was he tearing apart the old the old Setup that he had. Setup that he had. Ah, uh, well, he didn't he move since then. No, 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 he moved. Or did he have his setup at his place in Clarkston? He might have. He, this might have been what he had at his old place, and then he built the new one when he moved to Clarkston. Oh, okay. He might have a completely different thing there, because the one he has there is kind of this L shape. That they cut out. Oh. And I don't know how those would have fit on there, but I'm also not a builder. Right. So I don't know. That could have been maybe maybe at a center piece that those went off. I don't know. Yeah, he could have. I'm, I'm an he, idiot. I, I mean, he's, he could be watching and seeing what I'm doing with them and being like, that's not what I used them for. Can I get them back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need those back. That's I not. Back. I didn't think you were going to use them that, that was badly. Not, that was not my intention. Um, we're talking about Nathan, by the way. Nathan, hello. If you're uh, listening. If you're me. listening. Anyway, we're having one of those. Uh, disjointed bit of a days huh yeah oh yeah for sure bit of a day bit of a day <laughs> uh you know it's been it's been a long you know i feel like it's been a long month and we're halfway we're not even halfway through i know but i already feel like april's been a long month well it's the fifth it's because i think april still feels like march because we're the weather has been so inclement yeah i agree i, I had to get new glasses Ward. Oh, did you? Yeah. Do you want to hear about my my glasses story? Yeah, let's hear it. So I always like. By the way, this is like not anything to actually be pissed off about, but this is stuff that I get mad about. I always kind of find like new little ways that like our companies like screw us over. Okay. Like, so I pay for a glasses insurance through my work, <laughs> and. uh I didn't know. I didn't know this, but you basically pay every month for your glasses insurance, and they renew your they renew your your ability to go get new frames and stuff every two years. So right. So I went and got some in 2016. So I was like, okay, it's 2018, and a week ago or two like two weeks ago, uh, the the thing on my glasses broke off, 
and Bree had to super glue it on for me. So like one of them would go in and the other one was like <laughs> permanently affixed. At a like 90 this. degree angle. Yeah. And so I was like, well, whatever. This is my life now. But I was like, you know what? It's been two years though. I'll, I'll just go get an eye appointment. Yeah. And so I go to a local retailer here because that's what I do. It's cheap. My insurance, I think, covers like $50 for frames and $50 for lenses. I literally pick out $50 frames and $50 lenses. So it's like a wash. Yeah. Yeah. Done and done. So I went in there and found out that they mean two years to the T. Oh, they're. So that is. I wonder what your insurance is. You don't have to tell me. I don't even know. But Uh, but I know that. So my insurance wouldn't have come up till June. So they're like, well, you can come back in June. And I was like, well, I kind of need glasses, dude. So you must be on a a plan year. Yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But But so what? But here's the thing. It was because it was a local retailer. And like I said, they're $50 frames, $50 glasses. You just... They had a sale for uh, if I bought the lenses, the the frames were half off. Yeah. Like at the place. So I was like, oh, whatever. I have enough money. I'll do this. So I bought the, just bought my glasses outright. Here's the cool, this is actually the part that I'm okay with, is I've always wanted prescription sunglasses. So now in, in June or whenever that's up, you'll go get them. I'll go get them. And I found out that I can get the same, whatever frames they sell that you can get sunglasses in those frames at this retailer. So, and I don't know if that's everywhere because I don't know a lot about it. So I was like, oh, well, this is actually kind of the style I wear for sunglasses too. So now for the first time ever, when I go to baseball games, I will not have to wear those grandma glasses that you put over your glasses. Yeah. Because I have sunglasses, but if you take them off and put, you know, put the sunglasses on, I can't see. Yeah. Except for the sun's not in my eyes, thank you. But you know, if somebody hits a pop fly in the air, right? I'm dead. <laughs> Minor transition, but which I like. But that's extra. Do they, do uh, they trans? Do, do yours transition fast enough? I'd say mine are pretty fast. Do you um, remember, like back in the day, though? When but if I'm driving in my car, they don't transition because the sunlight coming in isn't powerful oh, enough okay. to. But do they, when you wear them outside though, and then you go back in, do they switch back? It takes time for it to come down. And it's hard during like a. It's goofy. During a sunny winter day. Do you ever remember like that guy who like would be like wearing those? Yeah. Like, and so I've always just been like, until they can master that technology, I'm not going to wear those glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I'm pretty cool. So (laughs) I'm not too worried about. I'll switch. I don't worry about things like that. I don't get pretty. But you wear contacts. If you know anything about me, no, that my prescription's weak enough that I can. Oh, okay. Go with or without. Because she asked me, because she goes, well, do you want, why don't you just wear contacts and then you can just wear whatever sunglasses you want and i'm like well yeah you know of course i've been wearing sunglasses for 17 years i hadn't thought of that yeah oh i have thought of that because i've been wearing glasses for 17 years like duh i've thought about wearing contacts the one time i got contacts it took me an hour to not get one in (laughs) (laughs) it took me an hour to get to try to get one in have an anxiety attack and cry about it for another hour <laughs> and then not ever Touching try Touching my eyeball is it's not a hard. fun thing. People do it. People I know. just do it all oh, the Nic- time. Nicole does it and yeah, she, she doesn't does. have a problem with it. But um, And see, my prescription, 
I can't drive at night without my glasses. Okay. I have to have my glasses on for, for night driving. And if I'm tired, if I want to watch TV. Yeah. And if I want, and you know, it's sometimes for reading. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I don't go to 3d movies. I can't do 3d movies. Um, I get headaches. Yeah. Same here because, well, so first off, the 3D glasses you get at the movie theaters don't fit over glasses. No. They don't. And then, so then I go into a 3D movie and then I'm not wearing my glasses because I need them for a movie. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like kind of squinting, but then like the, and then it's also 3D. So I just get a massive headache. Yeah. And then the movie sucks. Yeah. I I'm can't. going to Ready Player One tomorrow. Oh, are you? Yeah. I haven't watched much about that movie but it looks good i mean it, it looks like one spielberg, of spielberg right yeah well to me it looks like one of those movies that you're gonna have to watch in theaters because i don't think it's gonna be very i don't think it's gonna have a lot of substance yeah i mean it's based on it so i saw somebody post back on facebook when i had it and they said uh ready player one's pretty disappointing the book was way better I disagree because I read the book when I went camping because there's no internet when you go camping. And I read the book when I went on a camping trip and I hated it. I hated the whole book. I hated everything about it. So I was like, well, I'm not going to base it on that review then because I don't like the book. But I feel like when I watch the preview for the movie, it's like, if you're going to watch this movie, you should probably see it in theaters because it looks like it's eye candy. Yeah. Like we watched Valerian. I haven't watched it. It's on Prime, Amazon yeah, Prime now. Yeah, that's how we watched it. And I'm still like, it's ever bad. is it okay? Well, okay I've been okay. like, I want to watch that because it looks like a lot of I can't. Well, it's also uh, so it's if it's based on a comic book, but it's the Fifth Element. It's oh. by the same director as the Fifth Element. Okay, but here's the problem: is that main character in it that the dude Valerian? Uh, he's like horrifically miscast. Like he's he's not a good whatever the protagonist like he's it's it's not it's too he's not good so he like he has this voice in it that's uh really forced I feel like I don't know I I know he's in uh Spider Man two the Amazing Spider Man two he's the Green Goblin he's the young Green like the Green Goblin's kid he's Harry Osborn uh-huh. but I haven't seen that movie so I don't know what he sounds like when he talks but in the movie he's like. He's like, oh. he's like, this is how I talk in this movie, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, and you, but you see him and you see what he looks like, and you're like, that that can't be your natural voice. You're you're putting something on, hmm. and it's not good. I mean, the movie overall. I mean, honestly, the movie. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Did you have you watched any of the Maze Runner movies? No, they're good movies. I know. I want to watch them. You know, I. I, I watch movies like that on purpose. Maze Runner. Uh, I watched The Hunger Games. You know, I, I watch movies like that. Because um, sometimes I sometimes I will watch a movie I think is going to be bad. I, I knew I didn't think Valerian was going to be good. But yeah. I watched it. You watched that John Travolta movie. You can't have thought that, that was going to be a good movie. I didn't. I mean, I watched. I've watched. I watched <laughs> Nick Cage Left Behind twice. Well, yeah, you told me that. And there's Nick Cage movies. I almost won't watch them though because I feel like 
it's too. The Sorcerer's Apprentice is not that bad. No, that's a good movie. I think it's fine. It's but that's a different. Good, but, but that's it's... a different. That was a yeah Disney vehicle that yeah. had some money behind it. It's true. And they could hide next his is bad performances behind. Next is bad. Oh, next is bad. Next is the. <laughs> I've believe, but at least I got my long hair in it. Um, okay, uh, one, so a movie I watched that he's done like six movies recently that are like the same movie. <laughs> I think I, I can't. There's one that's called Rampage, and yeah. then there's another one that's called something. But they're all these like one title movies, and they all look like they have the same exact plot. So I think they just. Are you gonna are watch renaming that, the movie? Are you gonna watch that Bruce Willis remake of uh, the Bronson one? Yeah. Uh, what was that? What's that called? I'm drawing a blank. Why can't I think of it? I. <laughs> it's a remake. Though. Breathing the same oxygen. I go, I yeah. don't know. Um, it's that. Yeah, it's that. It's a. Oh, no, I had it and I lost God it. God damn it. Um, what is it? I'm going to be pissed off when I look it up, too. <laughs> but it's that new one. Uh, God, I, I, I have it. I have it in my head. New Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> Death Wish. Death Wish. That's the one. Are you going to watch that? Probably. Eventually. I'm going to watch it, Not until it comes on... Oh yeah, I'm not gonna see it in theaters. On video or something. Is it, even, is it straight to DVD? No, it's going to theater. It is. It's got to be good for him. It looks. It doesn't look terrible. It's a, if they're they're remaking it, they're not gonna go straight to video on a remake. That'd be like if they remade. Uh, I don't know. Name <laughs> <laughs> um, one. Independence Day could have gone straight to DVD. It could have. That was a shit. The second that one was a was bad a, movie. So bad. <laughs> That's one of the worst. It's so bad. I, I watched that movie. I was like, what is going on? Why, is, <laughs> why did they even do this? The worst. The worst slash. Okay. So that's one of those movies I watched. I knew it was going to be so bad, but I watched it knowing my favorite <laughs> part of it. My favorite part of Independence Day is probably it's obviously the worst part of the movie, which is the um the giant alien at the end of it that's like chasing the Winnebago. See, I don't even remember. <laughs> I, so, you know the alien that, you know, like, you know, you know when like when Will Smith crashes in the first he movie. He punches that And he one. punches yeah. that alien. They took that alien, that very same alien. Though so so the alien in the first movie that has built uh has uh, data around the neck data, like, yeah. that's like it's like release me you know like that that yeah, alien yeah. that same alien ward the one that was like prosthetic he's all grown up cool they took that same alien cgi'd it but like the size of like the empire state building Jeez. and then like and then uh uh goldblum's little <laughs> jewish dad is uh driving this winnebago with a bunch of different people in which it. it's beyond me how judd hirsch is still even alive i know but he is and he looked good in the movie actually he looked good in independence day too he really yeah i know he played almost about the same age as he did in independence yeah. day one he just it looks like how is that first movie my, my, he's my like, question is the first movie he's is, like matthew mcconaughey and days confused they get older <laughs> I stay the except, same. Except for, except for he's like, oh, you get older, I stay the same age. Yeah. 
Sorry to the Jewish population. Uh, so the Winnebago's <laughs> driving off, or it's a van. Maybe it's a van. I, I, I swear to God, in my head, it's a Winnebago. And he's they're driving through this through the desert, you know, where, where they were. And they're just driving so fast and trying to get away from this huge alien that's chasing them down. And it's yeah. the mama alien. It's the big... It's the big alien. Yeah, I think even by then I'd fallen asleep. The movie was really slow and boring. It's super slow. And then, well, you know, and then they killed off, they killed off Will Smith before, not before even, it even, yeah, off screen in between movies, but they had Vivica A. Fox in it still for one second. <laughs> why? It's like, Why? Well, and then she like, wasn't. She's not the attractive woman that she was. Well, no, in this movie, in, she's playing like a senator or something, though. And it's like, weren't you a stripper in the first movie? But okay, whatever. Yeah. And Bill Pullman. Now, now Bill Pullman looked. He looked good though, and I liked that Goldblum's in it again. Yeah. I mean, there's things that was like for nostalgia's sake. It's like, okay, I'm gonna watch this movie. I mean, I'm I, excited about Jurassic World. I'm gonna watch too. the new Jurassic World because. Goldblum's in it, and and I'll be honest, I liked the the Jurassic World's fine. The other one, it's way better than Jurassic Park three. Yeah, that movie's bad out loud. You know they brought. But did you see in the previews though for Jurassic World the new one? They brought back that stupid Spinosaurus dinosaur, the one that oh is the, the new the threat in three. Yeah, because you know in the first two movies they're like. The T Rex is the scary dinosaur we're gonna have in these movies, and they're like, "Well, we don't have one that's scary enough." And they're like, "Well, we found like partial of one skull of one dinosaur. Why don't we make it up and put a dinosaur in this movie?" And then that's the Spinosaurus, and you're like, "That's stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen or heard." Yeah. And it's bad. And you, even though like in the third movie, you're like, "Well, they brought Sam Neill back," and then you're like, "Yeah, who cares?" <laughs> Uh, but then the Jurassic World, they made up that dinosaur, which is like part raptor, part T-Rex. But that made sense, though, to the plot. Right, because it, it had to do with uh, right. mixing up DNA. Yeah, and then they go back to the old thing, the old visitor center. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. They get that old Jeep. That's kind of cool. Um, Wong is in it. Like the the Asian dude who's like the doctor in the first movies, and then they make him a bad guy, and you're like, well, that's kind of cool because in the first movie he wasn't like a bad guy, but he was barely a character in the first movie. He's barely a character, but he's he's but he's memorable enough from the first movie because you remember him. Yeah. Well, I remember the actor was in other stuff too. He's in SVU. Yeah. We are or the Law and Orders. He's he's B.D. Wong. Yeah. So he okay. So he. in the first movie, though, he's not a bad guy, but they do make like a Goldblum does say something about him being kind of a, uh, you know, facilitating the madness. Basically, yeah, yeah, and he's just like he's like you know you 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 didn't stop you you didn't think about whether or not you should should or you're, you all you do is talk about what you could, but you didn't stop to think about whether or not you should. You right. Know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Goldblum's the best part. He looks so good. He looks better all the time you see him. <laughs> Goldblum does. It's insane. Yeah. He ages, but he ages great. Yeah, no, I, I agree. 
Um, so I can't wait to see him in it. Liked him in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, but he's the best part of it. Well, are, are you or no, Thor. I'm talking about Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a great movie. It's the only good Thor movie. Uh, I would probably tend to agree. I was so glad that in Thor three, they decided like, hey, you know what looks Natalie good? Portman doesn't need to be here. <laughs> That's true. But <laughs> I also I, I like that like at one point they're like writing the movie and they're like, hey, you know what's stupid? And they're like, what's that? And they're like that wig that we make Chris Hemsworth wear. <laughs> and then they're like, you know what we should do is we should make Stan Lee cut it off. And they're like, wow, that's a really good idea. We were trying to find a way to shoehorn, shoehorn him into this movie anyways. And then they cut his hair. And then you're like, wow, Thor looks cool. Yeah. And it's funny. The movie's funny. I like Hulk in it. I like that they worked in uh, Planet Hulk, which is a comic book. Uh, obviously, they don't think... Obviously, they don't think Hulk can hold his own movie, so they, I, I, for what it looked like to me, because the beginning of the Thor movie is the Ragnarok storyline. Yeah. And then the whole middle portion of the movie to the last 15 minutes is the Planet Hulk storyline. And then the last 15 minutes movie is like, here's the Ragnarok story again. Right. So what it, what it felt like to me is like the Marvel execs were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to be do a Planet Hulk movie? And then everyone was like, "Hey, do you remember how bad every Hulk, Hulk movie, every Hulk movie is ever done?" And they're like, "Oh right, well, we have Mark Ruffalo though." And they're like, "Yeah, it's still not enough." And they're like, "What if we made Thor an okay movie <laughs> by turning it into Planet Hulk?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, I can get behind that." And then they just did that exact same thing. Yeah. Well, I think you're right, and I think that those formulas that they build around this universe has been better for them than anything DC's done Oh, recently. Did uh, you watch Justice League? I did, and I liked it okay. <laughs> I liked it but okay, it's, too. It's, uh, but I didn't like it. I like it a lot more than what a like, lot of people I liked I like the Marvel stuff. I liked it a lot more than what a lot of people liked Justice League. A lot of people just straight up pan the movie. I thought it was better than anything they've done. Well, well it's, okay, it's, okay. Now it's way better than Suicide Squad. No, Suicide Squad is garbage. I don't know about Wonder Woman because I haven't watched it, but it's I've heard good. Wonder Woman is it's good. It's really good. It's well, it's it's, it's better not, than it's Wonder Woman's the best DC movie they've done. Not saying a lot uh, now since the Nolan. Oh, movies. Obviously, yeah. And and I was excited now that I think they've changed the plan like with Batman, but when they first got Batfleck in there, um it, and they had Batman versus Superman, which is actually fine. People hated it too. I didn't like it. It's whatever. It is what it is. I thought that he was the strongest part. My biggest worry about the movie was Ben Affleck, and he ended up being the best part of Batman versus Superman. Was was Ben Affleck? Which is a weird sentence that I'm saying. <laughs> and and originally they said that he was going to be directing and writing three Batman movies. And I was like, well, I mean, he directed Argo and The Town, and he's a good director. So I was right. like, okay. And then and then they I had also said that for for help with writing the movie, he was bringing on board. Uh, Jeff Johns from DC, who's a famous DC writer, and they were bringing aboard Kevin Smith, which is Ben Affleck's friend. And Kevin Smith does Fat Man on the Batman, like you know, like he's 
he's a Batman enthusiast. So I was like, this has got some potential. Yeah. But then, like, overnight, Ben Affleck wasn't going to direct them anymore. Didn't know if he was going to be in them anymore. Doesn't even really want to do any of the parts anymore. So it's yeah. almost like they have to just recast it. Although he has shared interest in directing a Batman Beyond movie, which he would not star in. He would play... If Did you ever watch the Batman Beyond cartoon? No. Uh, Batman Beyond cartoon is set way in the future. It's after all the Justice League are basically dead. And it's a young... His name's Terry... Uh, Terry something. And he... Mick, McGillis or something. His name's Terry. And he basically stumbles upon the Batcave. And then old man Bruce Wayne is in there. And it's the original uh, uh, voice from the Batman the Animated Series mm. as Bruce Wayne. And then the voice for Terry is Eric from Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which is kind of funny. Uh, so then he becomes Batman and then like Bruce Wayne like works at, like from the Batcave and like is like his voice in his because it's set in the future. It's very right. high He's tech. his Alfred. Yeah. And it's it's and it's kind of a cool storyline. And so later on, Ben Affleck had expressed interest in directing that instead, and maybe not doing any more Batman movies. But he's like, I'd be interested in doing and writing and directing yeah. Batman Beyond and playing old man Bruce Wayne and doing something completely new. And then DC's like, Yeah, but we're still trying to get this monster going. This stupid. This DC wreck universe. of a franchise that it's so and so in a lot of ways Ben Affleck's the most he's the smartest person of anyone in DC right now because he's like yeah this isn't working and this sucks so like we should just do Batman Beyond and say screw it to any of this other stuff because it's not working yeah nobody cares they, they're too late the, the, that's the thing is I feel like they arrived super late to this party because yeah. they're rushing everything. Marvel had has been building this since 2005 when Iron Man Iron came Man, out. Yeah, and at that point, I think they had decided that they were going to begin to build this. Well, yeah, I mean, universe. At the end of Iron Man one, uh, Sam Jackson's in there asking him if he's well. Yeah, and you got interested in leading a team. Iron Man, who is. Easily by because of Robert, a lot because of Robert Downey Jr., but one of the most likable characters that right, they yeah. have built from a character that I had no oh, interest in no, watching. You're not prior alone. To. You're not alone. You're not alone. Iron Man was not. I can. I can. I can confirm because I have uncles that are older than me and huge nerds, and every one of them said have said that Iron Iron Man was none of their favorite comic book characters. And when that they were going to make a movie out of Iron Man, they all thought it was really lame. Yeah, because I was like, why don't they just make another Spider Man? Yeah, every, everyone was <laughs> like, what? Like Iron Man, but then it ends up being really good. Yeah, um, which is funny. So I lo- I like the. I'm actually somewhat behind. I finally just watched Doctor Strange. I still haven't seen Black Panther. I don't watch them in theaters anymore. Do you remember? We do for the kids. For the do, kids. Do you remember, though, when we did Basement Boys 1, when when these movies, I mean, that was in, so these Iron Man and those movies had started coming out. And do you remember, this is before DC, or I'm sorry, before Marvel, slash Disney started releasing these timelines. 
Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, do you remember a time where you could go to a movie and go sit in the movie theater and then you're sitting there watching the movie and then you see a movie preview for X-Men 1 and you're like, and it just blows your fucking mind. Yeah. Because the like, idea of you're not like, knowing yeah, yeah, what you're about you're like, to see. Yeah. Whoa, they're making an X-Men movie and just having that be like just just seriously yeah. like blow your mind. And now you There can are go. a few things that happen like that, but it's so rare an occasion anymore. And like yeah, yeah you can go online and you, you can, can find go online and you can find the whole Marvel the whole catalog timeline of, of what of what they're doing, and there's no surprise. Like so now, it's the market's oversaturated with comic comic book movies now. Yeah, it's completely oversaturated, and now DC is trying to jump into this late late game. And yeah, so I care less about those. I care still a little bit about some of the Marvel movies. I watched Thor on Amazon Prime. We bought it. I figured it would be good. I heard it was really good. I liked it. So, so did I. Was, I, I don't regret buying it. Um, so we watched Thor on Prime. We watched Doctor Strange on Netflix. Uh, I don't do any of the TV shows anymore. No more Arrow. No more. I don't watch. I See, didn't watch. I, can't. I didn't watch The Punisher on Netflix. I didn't watch uh, Daredevil on Netflix. We I didn't, started, but I, it's too much. I, well, I watched. I watched the first episode. This is this is insane. This is how sat, oversaturated the market's gotten. Actually, is that I watched Daredevil episode one on Netflix, and I was like, "Wow, this is a really good show." And then I did not watch any of the more of them after that. Yeah, I thought it was great. That's how oversaturated the market is. If it would have been just that, I would have been like, "Yeah." I'm going to watch the whole Daredevil series. Yeah. But there's too many things to watch. Well, and just everything, in, too many things in general. Yeah, I'm like, well, I need to watch, I want to really want to watch Daredevil, but it's like, oh, but I also like want to want to, I want to finish Arrow and I want to watch, you know, because I was watching yeah. Arrow at the time and now I've, I quit watching Arrow after season two, three, I maybe. think we got into two and then we stopped, but my son, Cameron, watched... Like I think he burned through four seasons of it Did on he? Netflix. Yeah, I mean, it's he not a really bad show. It. It's not. Well, I mean, if if you need something to watch, yeah, and they do. Great, yeah. You but know, the other shows come out though, and then I'm like, uh, I'm gonna watch Glow. Actually, yeah, I gotta make room. I haven't watched Glow. Is oh, it it's good? great. Yeah, what's that on Netflix? Is it okay? It's Allison Brie from oh. Community and Mark Maron. He's the most popular show, actually. Is he? Yeah, I like him though. I mean, I like him a lot. I like, I like him playing another character who's basically himself. But it, yeah. it's not me having to watch him on a podcast or listen to his podcast. I don't like his podcast anymore. I used to love his podcast. I did too. I just, but he got too, uh, um, too commercial. I think yeah. it's almost. Um, he's not taking the risks that he took when he first started it. Yeah. Where he's interviewing people that he had like beefs with and I don't know. Yeah. Um I like his show. The uh the IFC one? Yeah. Was it IFC? Yeah, or or I it's IFC, yeah. Yeah, okay. I liked that. 
I think um, I'd seen a couple of it. The one that's just called Marin, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing, but there's one episode where he's on. Uh, he's supposed to go on Talking Dead, that Nerdist show. Uh-huh. You know? oh, I've watched and it with Chris Hardwick, and like he hadn't even watched any of The Walking Dead, <laughs> so he's like on the show, and like Chris Hardwick hates him basically, and yeah, he's like, why are you even on this? Like he hasn't even watched one episode of Walking <laughs> Dead, so he had no idea what the show's even about, which is the what Talking Dead is literally about is like what strange recapping yeah exactly speaking of walking dead is that a show you watch no i i watched i watched season one all the way through i watched season two all the way through but i hated season two because that's when they're looking for that little girl the whole season Mm -hmm. and so i hated it season three is that the governor yeah and part of four um, Which one is the prison? That's season three. So that's season three. I didn't watch that. Season four is the governor still. Yeah, they wrap up the governor in like the first half of the season. And then what's the rest? Um, oh, they start dealing with the terminus or, or the biker no, gang. Yeah. The, see, it hit a point where it was starting to get. Is the beginning of season good. five with with Negan? No, that's like seven or Jesus or Christ. Six. So six. what happens in between the governor and Negan? They have their Alexandria time. Okay, so I didn't watch any so, of that. And they go there, and there's just a lot of prophesizing on and revisiting okay. the same okay. themes. It's for me. I watch it because I've stuck with it. Right. This long. I thought the first season, like if I had to reflect on it, the first season is the best season. Yeah. Um, because it was done more as an art piece, I felt like, than what's happened now. It's gotten to be the they're selling uh, pop figures and yeah, other so, bullshit so now. One, and one of the problems now, I mean, now the show's got to come to an end because now, now there's no point. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because, okay, so first off, they're just going to recycle and re-go through the same villain. Well, okay, so you've all seen, those same tropes. Are you you completely caught up with The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so any spoilers for anyone? Yeah, I, I Walking don't know, Dead spoilers. I don't know where they're at at all, but I know the show ha- has to officially end now. It has to. And the reason why that is is because Carl's dead. With the death of Carl, what is the point of Rick now? There's nothing left. Yeah. There's nothing left for that character. Well, Why and, should we even care anymore? And I've listened to show I've listened to podcasts because I, I listen to one that recaps the show and they also have like similar like hatred for the show at this point because yeah. it's growing to that point. Right. So there's better shows out there. Um but I've listened to the show and I guess Robert Kirkman yeah. said the show was about, or the comics is ultimately about Carl. Yeah, well, yeah. Or it's supposed to be built around Carl. Like, I think Carl in the comics eventually is supposed to, I don't know if Rick dies in the comics or well, I know that. if it's planned that he's going to die. I think. But Carl, Carl's supposed to carry the torch. Well, but, yeah, I think in the comics there's even some flash forward in the future where Carl is like one of the ones that's like starting the new lives for people. Like he's a leader. I know they've killed him in the show, so who cares? Yeah. 
I don't know. It's just not. I don't. See, feel, I feel like Rick's not dynamic enough for me to care about anymore. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they had this side character who was a good character. Daryl's a good character, and he was a side character, not in any of the comic books. But he's been but underutilized, and anymore with any of these, any of the characters that they have, that their cast is so bloated at this point that there's no utilization of right. characters or they do the single character. They did this one season where they did these single character focus episodes. That's what drug one season out super long. Yeah. Cause they did a whole thing for to reintroduce Morgan's character. Right. Yeah. Um, coming back to the show, which he's leaving the show again and he's going to fear the walking dead. Okay. Which I've been watching fear the walking dead and I would almost make an argument that That's I better. like that show better now than, than I did even when I started watching it. It's a, at least I can say season three was more enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And the teaser for season four looks like they're doing things with it that make it even a little bit, it, it's got, it's kind of got my attention. Like they could either do well with yeah. it or they're going to fuck it up. It's, I told, I told the, I guess the thing I liked the most about the walking dead now is that, uh, okay. So the, the actor who plays Negan, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan posted on Twitter when he got announced that he was playing Negan. And it was the same day he posted a picture of a baseball bat with barbed wire on it and said it was hashtag Lucille is coming. And I was like, that's cool because Negan's a great character in the comics. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why after I, we get to this. So he's a great character in the comics. I, I read the comics. I read actually up to issue 100 when he kills Glenn. Yeah. Um, and then I read past that for a little while. And then I read the single issue kind of s- small series about Negan kind of prior to The Walking Dead where you actually get some background on him. So there's some more, there's way more substance to him in the comics than there is in the show. I'll say that there's no substance to him in the show whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so that's been one of my biggest problems. So I told, so I told my sister, uh, I go, Hey, are you guys prepared for Glenn to die? And they go, well, no, they're not going to do that. And I'm like, well, like he's a favorite character on the show. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, he's going to die. Well, no, no, he's not because, uh, they already tried. Remember they did the dumpster thing. (laughs) They're like, no, no, they already, it was like a tester where they're like trying to play, see how it worked. And the fans hated it so much. They brought him back and I'm like, nah, they're going to kill him off. Well, no, they're not because I'm like they do it in the comics, and they're like, well, yeah, but they've already broken away from the comics so much, and I'm like, no, what I'm telling you is they have to kill Glenn. Why? And I go because they've had the governor. This is why they killed Glenn in the comics, Ward. They had the governor. The governor is the worst villain they had in the comic books. In the comic books, the governor rapes Michonne. He's a fucking monster. Yeah. He's a monster in the show, too. He's nothing like he is in the comic books. He's the worst thing they ever faced. So, in the comic books, they have to up the ante. So, in issue 100, they announced Negan was coming. He's this big, bad villain. And in in issue 100 of the comic books, he does the exact same thing he does and bashes in Glenn's head 
and he uses the exact same dialogue they use in the show. They actually, it's the only thing I've seen from the show that actually stuck to the comic books where he like hits him in the head and his eye pops out and he's like, you are goddamn disgusting, you know? And it's yeah. just like, oh, and it's a savage how he's like talking shit about him as he's doing it, you know? And I mean, in the show, you know, he hits the, the big guy first, right? And that's like the mislead right? right. where they hit the big guy in the head and, uh, and of course, like what what happened? Like Daryl like gets up and tries to like, doesn't he punch him? Doesn't he punch Negan or kind of? Uh, he tries to because he tells intervene. them all like, hey, you know, you can you can cry, you can blah blah blah, you know. So then, what does he say in the show? He like gives like that monologue. He's like, look, he's like, I'm a man of my word, you know. He basically tells them like, hey, if you do this, something horrible is going to happen, you know. Yeah. So then. Daryl does that, and then he's like, and, I, and I, so I, one of the things I love from that episode, which everybody hated, is I love I love how he just goes, well, let's get back to it, and then hits Glenn, and then that whole thing happens with Glenn, and it's like, whoa, yeah, but that's what they had to do in the comic book because we had the governor, who's a horrifying character. And they have to up the ante, and that's what I was telling my sister and her husband. I'm like, you guys, they have to kill Glenn. Who else in that group can they kill besides Daryl that the fans are going to freak out over? Yeah. I mean, how, how do you introduce somebody worse than the governor? You have to introduce somebody worse. So he does that. Well, here's the problem in the comic book uh, with the show is that from what I've seen from everything with Negan in there, they haven't given him anything else. You don't know anything about him. You don't care. He's just a bad guy for the sake of being bad. Right. Which is the most like a comic book. Like they made him a comic book villain where they gave him a scarf and a leather jacket and a barbed wire bat, you know? But it's nothing it's no substance. So in the comic book, when you find the single issue stories that they gave on him, he's a baseball coach. He's a prick to his players, so he's kind of a mean guy even in his like normal life. But is Lucille his wife in Lucille's the Lucille's his wife. He finally did they do that in the show? It in the, I, I I think it might have been said at at an earlier episode. She be, so but the, the most book, recent one I just watched. Yeah, she's basically dying of cancer when the attack when the the initial Walking Dead stuff they didn't happens. Delve that deep into it. So she's dying, and then he stays with her in the hospital for a while, and then basically they'll kind of allude to him, kind of mercy killing her. Uh-huh. Because she's not going to make it, and he's staying with her in the hospital, and then like things just keep getting worse and worse with The Walking Dead, and then he kind of alludes to that, right? So then he names his bat Lucille too, or just Lucille, right? Yeah, Lucille too is from Arrest Development. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my things mixed across, but they gave him more of a storyline though, and gave him like why he does what he does, yeah. And then basically, you know, in the, the comic books, they also just like, expand upon the fact that he he likes this world more. Yeah. He can be a king in this world. You know? Mm-hmm. In the comic book, in the movie, in the show, it just seems like he's just bad to be bad. Right. Well, and and I think they're work. going... That's not a good that, motivation. I think they're trying to go that way now, but it's they didn't do enough initially. And I think... Well, and they kill Carl. A lot off. of it, yeah. That's and how think, you learn a lot about him in the comic books too. Is his relationship with Carl, right? Because they have him in prison for a while, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're with they're with each other for quite a, some yeah. time. 
So yeah, they're they're doing things now where I feel like they're trying to play catch up to certain aspects of that, but I don't think they're. I think it's almost too little, too late, and I think they're gonna lose. They've they've been losing. I almost feel uh, like they just, I just feel like they killed that kid off because he's probably gonna go to school or something. Uh, the my understanding from what I've heard is he had actually planned on going to college down there and like uprooted himself and went down and like bought a house down there and then they killed him off. Oh, like he'd made plans to kind of stick it out and he was going to help out. Uh, Okay. Hold on just a second. Kids. I just broke some hearts. You know, you've always been a bit of a heartbreaker. Anyway, um, so, speaking so of that, because the chaos is going to ensue in the house here, we probably better wrap yeah. up here. So are you, I guess before we wrap up, are you going to finish the show? I mean, are you going to write it out? I, I'm going to write it out just because I've been... Have they said how much longer? No, there's no mention of it. I feel like I, I could be writing this out for a very long time. Cause, yeah, because I don't know either. I work with somebody who thinks that, I don't know if it's true, but somebody told me recently that... Uh, the Game of Thrones, they're going to do another like f- three seasons. And I was like, isn't that no, shit? Like, I don't think so. How do you, there's no more story. My understanding of the Game of Thrones is it's. This has got to be the last season. This seven more it. episodes and yeah. they're done. That's all they could do. There's nothing else. They've been built. They've they're, they built the whole last two seasons towards closing up shop. Right. And like the pacing has. You, you've noticed the pacing pick up on oh, it. Oh, yeah. To kind of like tie up all these loose ends. Right. Like. Like now we know they're related. They're she's the house of fire. He's the house of ice. Right. They got they're a just fucking bad guy dragon now, now, and like yeah, yeah. So, but so. the Walking Dead they don't have any end in sight. No, because I think right now for AMC it's their money machine, yeah. and so it's it's more about the money part of it than it is about delivering content. Yeah. Well, hey everybody, thanks for listening to the show. Listen to us banter on about uh, TV shows. Yeah, this has been a very TV movie centric episode. We haven't done that in a really long time. No, I, I would say this is the first Basement Boys episode dedicated yeah. pretty much solely to movies and TV. This is what we used to do. Yeah. So, that's so, all right. This was fun, though. It was fun to catch up and hey, everybody. Well, while I'm at it, uh, go watch go watch the Joel McHale show and make sure you give it a like on Netflix. I don't want that show to go away. I've been watching here and there. I, I like love it. it. I, I love the soup. So yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us this episode. Uh, oh, also, if you're listening now, as a reminder, here at the end, we've got some more television content <laughs> to dump down your throat. Absolutely. All right. Here it is. uh, Talking about Roseanne and stuff. Bye. Bye. Did you watch Roseanne? Yeah, I did. And and actually, I thought Roseanne was very... I I, I was going to watch it anyways, but then I saw what they were doing with the Trump and Hillary thing. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And then I watched it and I thought... You know, it's it's a, it's a comedy. It's silly. They made Jackie. She she was wearing her "I'm with her" shirt and yeah. or whatever nasty woman shirt and her vagina hat. And I was like, you like Hardy Har? I guess why is she still wearing it like a year later? Like, really? Uh, like that doesn't make that's not doesn't 
I don't think people would really be like that, but maybe there are some. I guess Jackie would be traditionally from that show. She right. would be kind of like that because she's crazy. Hold that weird grudge. Um, for, yeah. But I did like what they did in the show where they were like, where they were polarizing their family and it shows that there's still arguments in families over it because that's very real. Right. Which, and when Roseanne, the show is kind of like one of the more real sitcoms that's ever existed. I think so. And have you, are you up, are you current with it? I've only seen episode two. Okay. So, so you haven't I, watched the third one yet? No, not yet. And I, and I don't know that. I, I mean, I, I don't know that I'm not going to, you know what it was? Do you know what's hard for me on it? The laugh track. I know it. I know it's on the first show. I know it. They said it's recorded in front of an audience. No, I know, but it's still it's still the laughter in it. Yeah, I'm too used to like single cam or I'm still used to like uh, the office, the multi camera. Does the office have laughter? No, they don't have laughter. No, that almost is better. No, I know. So I'm because... so I'm still used to uh, like no laughter in a show like Community or The Office or even Scrubs is like kind of one of the first times I've seen a show like that where there's no laughter in it. And so it's like, I feel like they allow, I feel like the shows without the laughter in it allow me to decide whether or not it's funny. Yeah, well, and it's it's written in that traditional uh, sitcom way where it's, I say something funny. You say something funny. I say something funny. Punch, and it's that same. Yeah, it's that back well, it's and got, forth, and that, then they kind of move like into the, that. It's that same it's that uh, sitcom cadence. Yeah, it's like da 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 da. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Have you watched da, 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 da. Uh, laugh, The laugh. Ranch with Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, and it's got the laughter and it's, in it. They do the same yeah, thing on that show. Format. They build that same. Yeah, and so, it, and it. There's parts of that show I think are good. There's no, some real drama. Um, on that show, but yeah. there's parts of that show I but the, and, don't and, care and for. I see why people still like them because I used to like shows like that too. I mean, right. I don't want to sound like a sitcom snob. I used to, I I grew up on Seinfeld. Like that's my sh- that was my show. Right. Was Seinfeld. I grew up on, and that show's filmed in front of a live studio audience, and there's laughter in it. And there was laughter in Cheers. There's laughter in Frasier. I watched all those shows, but. But I, but at some point, I think I've somebody who there's been an evolution, well, and I has, feel like there's being a now we're kind of like going back to the way things. I think so too. So okay, so one of the things uh, you, you say evolution, I like that word. One of uh, somebody I dated actually said she described it as being spoiled. So she describes it as watching a show that spoils other shows. So. She really liked Arrested Development. Then she watched Scrubs, and she she liked Arrested Development less. Then she really got into The Office, and then when trying to watch Scrubs again, didn't like Scrubs anymore. And then I can see that. has watched other shows since The Office. Actually, The Office is kind of the end all be all. I mean, I I, I have a I have a huge bias because you, The Office can, is my favorite show should. forever, but. The Office is truthfully the only sitcom since I've been alive that I can continually go back and watch. I haven't seen a show since The Office that's made me think The Office is less funny. There's been sitcoms since The Office that I like as much as The Office. I really like Modern Family. Yeah. The first five or so seasons. It's it's declining. It's no it is. It is because just like the office it's, it's been on for too long. Well, it's building it's and the same thing uh I think 
is the case with like Big Bang Theory. I remember when I first started watching that show, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty entertaining. But as it's progressed and gone through the stage, the stages that shows go through, it matures to a point where like it. I don't know. You outgrow it, or something. Something happens. Yeah. And I think maybe it's just it, it gets to the point where it's tired to me. Yeah. Someone's still watching because they're still getting viewers, but I think that show's coming. Got to be coming to an end soon. Modern but it's Family. The, yeah, yeah. And while well, end like Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory is coming to an end. Is it this well, la- this last season? I think it is. And then so another show that's a really good example is I feel like for a while one show that could have spoiled The Office for me is when I I really got into It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. For about the first seven seasons, I was like, okay, this is the new show. This is the show that I can watch in lieu of The Office being gone. Oh, I love... I I, I still like that show. No, and I do too. I like the new seasons too, but it's definitely... it's. I mean, the first eight seasons, I feel like, are the best ones. Yeah. It started to... at, At that, I agree with you almost. I'd have to go back and like pinpoint it yeah for for sure but i think that's probably pretty accurate because that's about the point where i feel like it started to kind of tread old old territory yeah, yeah. i mean and, and, and i still like it and i still think it's insanely innovative for what they did oh okay here's another um workaholics did you watch workaholics i've seen some of it yeah so workaholics was another one of those shows very innovative they started off as a as an internet show where they filmed in locations where they could get which was basically office buildings. And then they got basically Comedy Central was like, hey, do this, but on a little higher budget. And here's a, like an office space to do this show. And they film on location at this office place. Yeah. And then they do their whole show. And it was like, okay, this is another one I can get into. This is good. But then it ran, you know, it's like eight seasons. Well, just like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one, maybe this is one of the things you could pick out for it's always sunny as well uh for the first five or six seasons they're in their the show starts off in their 28 years old because they have a 10-year reunion yeah yeah because there's the joke in the show when d says are you almost 30 charlie because he's arguing with the kid and she's like you almost 30 you're almost 30 then right you know and it's like oh that's funny well after a while like it it's been on for 12 seasons yeah it's not it's not cute anymore they're forty, right? It's not. It's, they're they're they haven't evolved. We haven't seen these characters in the office. We can say what we want about season eight and nine, but every character in the show evolves in the show in some way or another. Yeah, to where or the, or they stay the same in the right way. Right. Yeah. But okay. But at the end of the show, we see Dwight take over as regional manager. Yeah, and. It's the right move for the show, and it's the right move for what we imagine Dunder Mifflin is at the time, because he grows as a character in the show. He's not the same Dwight in season nine that he is in season one. And of course, we see that through him not getting the job as regional manager. He thinks it's going to be Jim, and Dwight's like, "Yeah, that ship sailed." You know, like he he's made peace with not getting the job. He he even think he even has some sort of a line like, eh, "I could have had it, but I messed it up." You know, because remember he has the open. She accidentally shoots the gun. Yeah, he's like, I messed that up. You know, so he makes peace with it, and that's something that old Dwight wouldn't have done. 
So the show evolves. It's always sunny. They haven't grown. <laughs> right. And in Workaholics, they didn't grow. They were still right. Well, and the silly. deceit to that show was that it's they can't grow. Those characters can't grow. But I think I think you're right. It's kind of hit its tipping point where, yeah, they can't with Sunny. Yeah, and that's a show that I didn't discover until like maybe two years ago. Oh no! I okay. So full disclosure, uh, maybe not two years. I didn't start watching It's Always Sunny until so they're on their twelfth season. I they were on start, their ninth or tenth when I started watching. Yeah, they were on their ninth or tenth. No, they were on their. When I started watching It's Always Sunny, is is with uh, it was pretty much right before Fat Mac. Yeah, oh. so I think that's season eight. So I started yeah. watching it the season before. No, don't get me wrong. With the with the luxury and beauty that is Netflix, they were all on Netflix, and I think they still might be. They're on Hulu now. I think are they? So I. I, I, when I discovered the show, of course, I binged it all in a couple mo- couple month to week time period. I, I was same. able to watch the entire thing over, you know, up to the current season, and then start watching it. Um, same thing with Archer. I didn't start watching Archer from season one. Well, that's what I haven't watched. See, but Archer and Archer evolves. I don't know. It's just it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint on those shows why. So Roseanne was good. I, I mean, I like the new Roseanne. Uh, I like John. I like how they brought him back. You yeah. Know, I like that Sarah Chalk is in it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, uh, Darlene is actually not a bad actress. No, she's not. I wonder um, I wonder if we're going to see... Her sister, Beck, the first Becky, not good. is not a good actress. No, she's not. She um, and there must be a reason why she hasn't been anything else, really. Right. That I mean, and, she was, and the Boy- reason she's in this is because she was in it to begin with. Well, and, and that's the, I think I mean I think with DJ too, the yeah. the boy, he hasn't been anything since. I think he was a child actor. He probably just had a job, and moved on, and, and then now, is like, and then now they're like, hey, we're doing this show, and he was like, yeah, sure, I because even in the show, it works for the show because he's just kind of a quiet older dude and actually i think he's a i think he's a vet in the show yeah too, yeah which actually even, so he's got a little ptsd so, so yeah he which, can work with yeah that. with yeah and i think i think they they did that smart like they they did that wise where he's uh you know where he's quiet more soft-spoken quiet, not soft-spoken so. they're not focusing a ton of energy or time on him that yeah. way he doesn't have to either he doesn't have to flex any acting chops however becky's a pretty focal point of the show and she's not very good and, yeah. and I also find it very funny that she was in the show. She left the show. Didn't she leave? She left to go film Boys Don't Cry. Was that what it was? I think so. No, that wasn't that. That wasn't then. I'm pretty sure it was. She went to go film Boys Don't Cry. I or go, she went to college. She might have went to college. But then she left again, though, because she left twice. Right. I was watching 2020. One of the ones she left, she went to go do that Boys That was probably that Cry. one. Okay. The second time. But the funny thing is they brought in other Becky, right? Which is what she was known as forever. Sarah Chalk. Second Becky. Second Becky, right. And Sarah Chalk has a way bigger career now. Oh, yeah. She blew up. Scrubs. Scrubs. How I Met Your Mother. She had that She's, stint on... Yeah, How I Met Your Mother, Scrubs. She was on. Uh, well, I mean, Scrubs is obviously the biggest one. Yeah. She's one of the focal points of the show, and uh, she's the vo- she's the voice of uh, the mom and Rick and Morty. Like, oh, so I didn't know that. So she's still doing things. Yeah, she's got a lot of relevance, and you know, and other and and Becky doesn't, 
and then I also think it's just funny too when they see each other in that first episode at the end, you know, and they're like, "Oh, it's like looking in the mirror," and, and then Sarah Chalk I love because she goes, she goes, "Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like looking at me with like less makeup," which is funny because when Sarah Chalk played Becky, she was more of a prissy Becky than what Becky was. Yeah, so I thought that was funny too. Very interesting. I love that we made Becky kind of like this loser character, though. Like, not like a loser, but, I mean, she's a loser. Yeah. She's... I love that we took Becky from the original show and like had this character that was like, ah, I don't know what kind of future this person's going to have. And then when we bring the show back years and years later, we kind of fulfill that destiny and make her like kind of like this... Exactly. She's a ton of debt, and she's still kind of dim... Yeah, so no change really, but at the same time, yeah, she's hit. She's had the. She has like a, she's gone through shit. Yeah, in her life, the show and is she still... and they're doing a good job of conveying that. I don't think she is as an actress. No, but they're establishing that, and maybe what's making it work for her is she's still kind of she's able to play that kind of whiny. Yeah. Same version even, of herself that she played. I even think so. I was even th- I was talking about this with a friend too. Um, so you know, so so Roseanne in the show is a she was a Trump supporter. Now I know Roseanne in real life is a Trump supporter. Yes. So even if she wasn't a supporter in real life, though, don't you feel like that Roseanne in the show, the character Roseanne, don't you think she would have been though? And that's one of the things I liked in the first episode where she's like, he talked about jobs, Jackie, which is funny because in the original series, her and John have such a hard time. um, They have such a hard time keeping work. They go, they have several, both of them have several jobs in the show. Super blue collar. Super blue collar. They don't have a lot of money. That tends to be a lot of his supporters now. Mm -hmm. So, it makes sense that in the show they would be that, even if Roseanne wasn't that in, in real, real life. life. Right. Yeah. I could see it for sure. So that was one of the components I liked. I like it less because she is in real life. And it's not because I, I give a crap about that, but it just I feel like it takes away from some of the the creativeness of the show. Cause a lot of people that are looking at her are like, well, Roseanne just a Trump supporter in real life and she put it in the show. Right. And, and so like, I'm well, gonna boycott the show I don't, for well, and then, uh, you got Kamel Nanjiani. Yeah, and, and I'm like, well, I understand that she is in real life, but I still feel like the care. I still feel like it was a smart, creative choice for the show, though, too. Right. And it's way more tastefully done than what uh, that Tim Allen show would have been. Oh yeah, well, and um, better written. Well, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's but, not. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give it a fair shot. I'm probably going to watch. Most of season one until I decide whether or not I'm going to watch it. I'm wondering if they're going to bring in Leonard. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Do you know? Is it going any longer than one season? I don't know. I also don't know if he... So are we to assume that he is the... The father? Father of those kids? I don't know. Well, the reason why I ask is because the youngest one... They've left a lot of that quiet. Well, the youngest one is named Mark... And that's David's brother, right? Who is Becky's boyfriend in the show? Who dies? And died in real life and dies on and the dies show. Dies on the show, right? So, 
so are I was they like, are they as writers paying homage to the fact that he died, or did or, or she and David show, name him Mark because Mark, Mark died? Brother. How does he die in the show? I don't remember cancer. So I don't know. I don't remember honestly. But he dies in the show too. So I was so that was one of the things I was like, okay, so is is this the you know the nephew of Mark? So we name him Mark. It could be. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they yeah do with it. Let's close out this section really quick and okay. then start the uh, Facebook Live section. And then what we'll do is we'll circle back. Okay. And add this to the end of our full episode. We'll tease it in the actual episode. So when you're listening to this now, this is when we decided yeah. to make it go this way. It's kind of a Tarantino. There it is. Yeah. Type episode right now. So you're gonna you're gonna edit this at a tour start from time. Roseanne part where we started talking about Roseanne okay because we talked about some stuff that we probably don't want on the yeah probably not no. on the show but I'll get it right where we got into the Roseanne conversation and went into the office and okay Sunny and then so that sounds good to me we'll do that the intro music for this episode is Surf Shimmy. And the outro music is Surf Shimmy by Kevin McLeod or Kevin McLeod of uh, Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, uh, creativecommons.org. All right. Bye. Surf Shimmy.